And welcome back to the Dagger after a big eight-day break for us. We're back at it, here to give you the latest on the upcoming NFL season. I'm Justin Pierce, alongside Corey Kennedy. What's up, Corey? Hey, we're doing good. Um, we're just getting over a big heat wave here in uh, basically most of the country. Um, so I don't know if it was hot up in North Dakota, but it was. Getting, I was in Riverside for a little bit yesterday. It was 112. Um, so I haven't, I haven't been in that heat since I was out in Tucson, but uh, we're doing good and excited to talk some, some uh, NFL football and get into and wrap up the, some NBA coverage too. Yeah, it was the complete opposite. Uh, we're recording on Monday. Monday was a uh, big time drizzle here in uh, Wapton, like probably around 55 to 60 degrees. So we got a little bit of a, uh, fall weather coming early here in uh, the North Dakotas but let's get started let's talk some NFL let's get let's talk some NFL here uh, on the dagger we'll give you guys a season preview of each NFL team what we liked from this team in the offseason what we didn't like and then a little record prediction for you but let's start with the Arizona Cardinals and the NFC West they had probably one of the biggest off-season acquisitions in DeAndre Hopkins. Gave away David Johnson in the process, but they have Kenyon Drake on their roster as well. Uh, Kyler Murray's an up-and-coming uh, younger quarterback out of Oklahoma. He's entering his second year. This is a big. This is a big year for Kyle, for Kyler Murray. Usually, the last over the last two years, we've seen MVP quarterbacks for. Uh, Mahomes for the Mahomes the Lamars get MVPs but could Kyler put up an MVP like season for this Arizona Cardinals team I, I could see it happening I mean I think he's got he's definitely going to vastly improve and he already had an awesome rookie campaign um, and he proved a lot of haters and doubters wrong that his small stature could that a lot of people didn't think he could, he could get the job done but adding DeAndre Hopkins in there and if Kenyon Drake can build off of what he did in the back end of, of last year, I think that the Cardinals can be an awesome team. And, um, and I could see it. If he, if, if Kyler Murray goes out and, and especially with DeAndre Hopkins, I think it could happen. Yeah. And they've made a vast stride in the, in their offensive line game. Uh, They've had a good a couple of acquisitions in the draft. They improved their defense vitally uh, a little bit, not as much as what they're going to be at in the eventual future. But they still have an efficient quarter in Patrick Peterson. Um, they still have efficient pieces on that defense. I mean, what what do you have to say about their defense? Uh, the one thing too, I think they have solid pieces. I think they might. They did. They made um, the Buda Baker guy the highest paid safety, I believe, in this offseason. Um, and one fact I did see that he hasn't had an interception in the league yet. Um, and it kind of is ironically the highest paid safety. So I think they do have – they need to they, – they, last year the Cardinals only had five wins. So they're going to have to do a lot to get up to that San Francisco level to potentially take that division. And I think that definitely could go – with I think maybe the offense has more to work on though I would say than the defense. Yeah, and probably what would you say their uh, record is going to be this upcoming year? 
for this year. So we do. Is this year the one where we have the extent the extra game put in too? There is no extra game this year. There's an extra playoff spot for this upcoming year, but there is no extra. There's no extra game. It's 16 weeks. Seven. It's going to be a 17 week season next year, though. Okay. The next. Okay. The next year. So then. it should be. It, it should be interesting to say the least. Yeah, I think looking at looking at their wins. So going from five, I don't know if they can get all the way up to thirteen and three, like what the San Francisco did last year. But I would say I would say closer to eight wins, eight and nine wins. I would say around that area. Build off build off of last year and, and better Kyler Murray, better uh, DeAndre Hopkins added in there. They're gonna have a, a, a Larry Fitzgerald. They're gonna have an awesome. It's gonna be an awesome receiving core. And so I think. I think they'll get up to nine wins, nine and seven. I could definitely seeing them be a six to seven win team. I mean, the defense does need work. Um, they they're in one of the toughest divisions in the NFL. Like we have to look at it from that perspective too. Like the Rams are uh, were coming off the Super Bowl two years ago, had a little bit of a down year, but they should they should be back this year. The Seahawks should have won the division last year. It was on a goal line stand where the Niners won it. Niners went to the Super Bowl last year. We all know what they're capable of doing. They have their hands full in that division. I'm going to go and say six or seven ones just because they are – they need, like – they need a lot of help on defense. They're still the worst team in that division. And, like, to be quite honest with you, I'm not really sold on – like Cliff King, uh, I'm. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, I'm not sold on Cliff Kingsbury yet. If he can coach both sides of the ball, we all know what he can do on offense. But defensively, they've had a big history of struggling. Uh, so yeah, six to seven wins for me. Well, let's move on to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they have Matt Ryan at quarterback, uh, possibly one of the more feared offenses in the NFC South. Uh, they're probably third this year in the in the south for offensive ranking really depends how we how we can see uh the panthers and some of those other teams uh get along well this season but what's your assessment on the falcons i think that you could you could argue that they might have been one of the bigger disappointments of of last year of the 2019 season i think with with so many weapons with julio jones Devontae freeman you have um calvin ridley there, there's so many there's so many offensive weapons on that team right there and I think only having going seven and nine last year I, I think that was a huge disappointment for the Falcons and adding Todd Gurley this year I think at the running back position I don't know Gurley kind of a few years ago he was one of the best running backs in the league and last year just going down with the and and knee injuries and 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 there's reports that he has arthritis in his knees so I'm not fully sold on Gurley yet. Uh, I, I really do hope though that he performs well and can get back to what he did a few years ago. But I think I think Matt Ryan will have a bounce back year with with Julio Jones too. And I think that they will. I don't. I still would see. I still have New Orleans taking that division this year. But I do. I do think that they will go and and make a better run for it for the division this year. So um, yeah. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, they're kind of a weird team, honestly, because I never know what to expect with them. They always pop off every, like, two or three years with a really good record. And, it's, like, they go deep in the playoffs, too. Like, 
they're weird. They're a weird team to assess just because they're so dominant on one side of the ball consistently. And then the other time, like, they'll go off to like one and five, one and six starts on the, on the year. And then, you know, they'll be, I don't know, they'll be, they're, they're just a weird team. Like they, their defense has never been like unbelievable. Like they had a good defense during that Super Bowl run, but like they just didn't have, they just don't ever have consistency. Like they'll pop up out of nowhere each year, but yeah. I'll probably have to say six wins for this team. What about you? Yeah, what, what, do you, well, what do you think about – what's your um, opinion on Todd Gurley this year? Do you think that will help them? Do you think he can get back to what he did a few years ago? Yeah, so Todd Gurley was one of their big offseason acquisitions. I really don't think that uh, – I really don't think that Todd Gurley has fallen off. I know he's had some weird games, and he's been in some weird situations with the Rams. But I really don't think he's – like falling off that much I think he'll get back to what he can do and what he's able like capable of doing and he could definitely be a top 10 running back this year uh there's no doubt about it and it helps that he's back in his nearest alma mater Georgia uh University of Georgia which was like an hour away from Atlanta but yeah I I don't know man it's I think he can get I think he can get back to that level but I I just need to see I need to see a few more consistent games like to start the year out of him and he'll take his career off like with that without a problem in Atlanta so yeah I think something definitely weird happened to, with, to him when you go back to the Patriots Rams Super Bowl and he kind of he kind of fell off in the in, that, in the late playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl and then that next year it was kind of like McVay kept saying they needed to get him more involved in the offense and you seem it's you think that McVay wouldn't be that type of guy to kind of forget about his star player like Todd Todd Gurley, but it, it happened. And maybe there's something that that wasn't fully disclosed to the public or with his knee or or what was going on with it. But it it seemed I do hope that Gurley can bounce back though. So it would be awesome to see him do that. Um, yeah. As far as record though, I think let's see their first games against Seattle too. So I think I think they'll get off to zero and one start. And Seattle will take that one. Um, let's see. Seven. So the last year, seven and nine, division four and two. They they ended the year with a four game win streak. So that that's that's promising. Um, I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get them up to. I'm gonna get them up two more wins. I'll get. I'll get, I'm gonna do nine wins again. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a tough division, man. I mean, it's like we have the Saints who have been consistently good over the past few years. You have the Bucks who have. Tom Brady now and all that. I just yeah, that's, probably six or seven wins for yeah. me. But yeah, let's move on. Let's go. Let's talk Carolina Panthers. Uh, they've they they had a big uh, off season acquisition in Teddy Bridgewater, and you know they departed from their former quarterback Cam Newton, who only played two games last year. He struggled with injuries, and to say the least, like it's it's been a it's been a rough go for him, but he's a New England Patriot now. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey got a big extension, which is sets the tone for all the running backs in the NFL. But I mean, he can do it all: pass catch, uh, running, everything. Like he's he's shredded. He's like him and Saquon are one and two now in the NFL for running backs. Uh, but what like do you see this team doing anything this year? 
Like, what's what do you have for them? Well, Cam Newton, Cam Newton, when he was on the Panthers, he definitely proved that if they have a good quarterback at the, at that position, then they can get to the Super Bowl. And they they I feel like they they've never really had the most stacked roster uh, as far as all the way through defense and offense. But I feel like they've had the right pieces to get to that success that Cam Newton had. So Teddy Bridgewater, before he had that terrible knee injury on the Vikings. He was looking to be one of the greatest, great uh, up and coming stars of the league. And that knee injury definitely set him back a few, couple, two, three years. But I think he's, it's going to be really awesome to see him get a starting, starting job again and take that Carolina team and, and lead. I, I still don't think they have the most, they're, they're, like kind of, they're lacking in the wide receiver position. But, and then Luke Keekley uh, leaving the team, retiring from football last year too. Uh, so they're, they do have, they do need to put some more pieces together. but. Teddy Bridgewater, I believe, went five and zero last year as the Saints' quarterback, and so I, he he's a he's a winner. He's a proven winner, and I think that you put him and you put Bridgewater and and CMC together. I think it, it's a good formula. Yeah, I mean, Keekley's still in the front office, which is really good. Uh, I think he's like an assistant scout or something like that. But it's really good to see him still involved with the team, even if he like can't play. Um, due to medical condi- uh, medical reasons, but I, I mean, I they still they still have a good wide receiver in DJ Moore. Uh, they're the the depth is lacking definitely. Uh, their O line is pretty unsteady. Uh, they didn't really help Cam a lot out a lot. Like he got injured a ton, but I mean, who who knows with this team? Like they're probably going to be. Uh, they were the number eight pick in the draft. Uh, or seven pick and rather in the draft last year but I could see them definitely being around the same thing probably five or six wins uh, they won't be terrible McCaffrey will help them steal a few games this year uh, but yeah they've been uh, they need help def- definitely uh, and then they had the new Baylor coach go on, come in and take over for a long time uh, head coach Ron Rivera uh, who is with the team he was with the team like ever since like Cam was the starting quarterback. Uh, Rivera is gone. Cam's gone. It's a, it's a completely new identity. And without any preseason games, it's going to take a big adjustment for some of these play, uh, some of these players to get used to this coach. So probably five or six games, to say the least. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you on that one. I, they, they ended the year on an eight-game losing streak, too, and it just seemed like they didn't have the right pieces around. But I, I feel like Teddy Bridgewater can add a few – definitely will add some more wins to that but at the top of the division you just have you have, you have to go through new orleans you know, drew Brees is on a mission to, to get to the super bowl again one more time before he retires and and then tampa tom you got to deal with that and the just the offensive beast that they've turned into on the offseason and so i think within that division that they might lose those head-to-head battles too so um, yeah, I think I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get them to six wins for for the next year for this year, upcoming year. But they yeah. can be a surprise. You never know. I I'm not fully sold on Tom Brady in Tampa yet. I got to see the first couple games and see how he's out there. Um, but they could be a surprise. They could be a sleeper. I, th- I think I had definitely have a sleeper for this year. They could surprise a lot of people and and get up and compete with New Orleans maybe. Yeah, I mean they can definitely they, they'll probably be a six win team. I mean. Yeah. Uh, six and ten seems pretty reasonable for them, but I mean, I I have my doubts with 
just a just a new coach and everything like that, putting in a new offense, new pieces. It's going to be a little bit of an unsteady start for the Panthers. But let's move on to the Bears. Uh, the Bears announced that Mitchell Trubinski will be starting at quarterback for them this upcoming season. Uh, to start the season, at least, we'll know if Nick Foles. Uh, Nick Foles has kind of fallen off a little bit. He got injured last year in Week One versus the Chiefs, and they've had. Uh, I mean, they've had some all right. Uh, they've had some all right games last year. Like they beat the Cowboys. Uh, they went eight and eight. I mean, the Bears weren't competitive, but like, I mean, they just looked horrible on offense last year. They. It, there's been reports that Trubinsky has looked really, really decent in camp, uh, according to his high coach, Matt Nagy. But what what do you think about the Bears? What's what's your assessment on them? Yeah, the Bears, they, they Trubinsky really fell off last year and he had so he had he did not look like an NFL quarterback last year. And um and yeah, so bringing in Nick Foles to kind of up that quarterback competition, I think is definitely a good thing for them. And it is a bummer to see Nick Foles. <clears throat> you thought maybe he would get his shot with the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, for this for last year, but now he's shuffled around to the Bears. So we'll have to see. I think I'm not really sold on them yet, especially with Trubinsky as a starter. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean we saw Trubinsky ball out before. I mean, he won the division uh, like two years ago. I mean, they, he can definitely make some noise with this, uh, with this team. And, like, you know, he's going to be bailed out by his defense a good amount of times. I mean, like, we, the NFC North is a pretty stacked division. Uh, once the Bears get up to that level to everyone else, like the Vikings, the Packers, the Lions may be even, like, very improved this year too. But uh, once we see the Bears get up to that level, of what they're capable of playing at, then we may see some. Uh, they may we may see them steal some games against some very good teams. Uh, so they have like, like their schedule to start off the year isn't that bad. Like they start at the Lions, at home against the Giants, at the Falcons. Like, they could potentially win maybe six games, seven games. They'll be up there. I mean, like the, I would say that probably up there they'd probably stay up there to stay the least uh, like they have the panthers too like that's a win um i don't know man like they could be they they could be surprising this year they had a down year last year they opted out of trubinsky's fifth year option but i i don't know man it's a tough one their ceiling is nine and seven, but I could definitely see them being at like seven and nine or eight and eight this year again. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a tricky one. Especially you have a quarterback coming off a bad year. You just never know what they're gonna they're gonna put out the next year too. So, and I think that's a tough one too. I, I'm gonna keep them at eight 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 eight, um, eight and eight again. So. Yeah. Just I because. Mean, just because what? Uh, just because I just feel like with Trubinsky, you just never know what you're going to get from Trubinsky for this upcoming year. And so I think that one's a little bit, to go on the safer side, it'll stick with eight and eight. Yeah. Let's move on to the Cowboys. They have, uh, they shockingly disappointed last year, shockingly, at eight and eight. 
they got second in the division. They lost a big week 16 game to the, uh, to the Eagles. I don't know, man. This team is so talented. They have Mike McCarthy back. Uh, they have Mike McCarthy, uh, who's back in the NFL since departing from the Packers. This could be a 10, 10 and 6, 11 and 5 team. Uh, they add some weapons too. They had CD Lamb for this upcoming year. They drafted him in the first round. That was when Jerry Jones said, told all the scouts, the GM, told everyone to get out. I'm going to make this draft pick. And they, and they drafted uh, C.D. Lamb. And he's wearing Dez's old number. He's wearing Michael Irving's old number. Uh, that I means star power, man. Yeah, that's for but, sure. Yeah, but uh, they're definitely a big favorite to win this division this year. I really don't see anyone in the NFC East coming close to the Cowboys. Uh, they they'll probably be I mean they'll probably go five and one in the division they'll probably split with the Eagles uh, that's my guess but I mean they have I mean they're they're playing a second place schedule so it's like it's not going to be too tough for them but I mean they Dak this is Dak's year for him to prove himself like he, he's going into a contract year uh, for, he's franchise tagged for this upcoming year I mean. Hey man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be quite the interesting year. Like they'll play the Cardinals, the Rams, the Steelers. They'll play at the Ravens. I mean, like playing the NFC North this year or the AFC North rather this year, and then you play the NFC West. Um, I mean, they're it's their time to prove themselves. I think Dak is gonna be in the right situation with McCarthy. And uh, we're going to see this team thrive and excel much more than they ever did under Jason Garrett. So let me give them, I mean, I, they're stealing, or they're probably going to be around 10 wins. Uh, 11, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they got 11, even 12 wins. But yeah, that's what I think. What about you? Yeah, the, uh, honestly, too, the, the NFC East is probably one of the, if not the worst division, I think maybe in the, in the NFL, they had a rough year last year with what uh, the Redskins going or now the Washington football team. We got to get used to that now. That, that's going to, that's going to be hard, I think for announcers too. Like when I know when San Diego went to LA, still people call them San Diego chargers on, on air. So that's going to be years later. Yeah. Years, years later, yeah. later, years later. So now we have the Washington football team. They went three and 13. <laughs> the giants went four and 12. Dallas eight and eight, and then Philadelphia somehow squeaked out nine and seven with with Carson Wentz basically ha- having all his receivers hurt. So it's that division is really it's up it's kind of up for everybody's grab anyone's grab. It seems like every year there's not really a dominant team throughout throughout a streak for 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 a while. So this I but I think it, it does come down to Philadelphia and and the Cowboys a lot. So and I think the same thing will happen this year too. And a lot of people are hyping up Dak, too, and saying Dak could be a potential MVP for this year. And he played well last year, too. And, and people are saying that he could really shine again this year. And um, I think it was – I think it did come down to a coaching a coaching decision that held them back with Jason Garrett. So I think that they – hopefully Dak will be able to excel and Ezekiel Elliott can have – can keep producing like he always does. And um, – I uh, I agree that they will they'll take the division again this or they'll take the division this year. And but all they got to do is win nine games and and t- they'll probably take the division, nine or ten games. So, 
Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to win. They're going to have to be push themselves to be much better than the rest of their division is, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go to the Lions. I mean, the Lions just signed Adrian Peterson. Um, they uh, they drafted a running back also in the second round, DeAndre Swift. Uh, Matthew Stafford has been pretty solid. Not too flashy at all, but he's solid. He's a solid quarterback. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, they just – they went three and thirteen last year. They're three twelve and one for that. Rather, they just need like I don't know, man. They, they need something like they need some sort of momentum. Like I just don't really know what to say about this team. Like they just have a lot of holes, and you know it's gonna be very tough for them to like. It's gonna be very tough for them to get out of that out of that hole in the. Uh, NFC NFC North for that rather I mean they're the least promising team that's for sure uh they just it's it's been kind of like I don't know they need they need something they they need some new energy in that uh in that locker room but I don't know moving whether it's moving on from Stafford uh getting a new head coach I mean what do you well, how do you fix the lines I don't know. This is a big year for Stafford, though, too, because he's he's kind of scaling to the to the end of his prime, and and it, this could be the year if he if he has another three and twelve year, uh, this could be or three and thirteen years, something like that. He could he he could be out of out of there from for the Lions, and or they'll they'll draft a new quarterback and and try to slowly phase him out out of the uh, at the starting role. But yeah, I think they are definitely one of the more lackluster teams of the NFL, and. They streak a couple wins here and there, but I just think that they're they're lacking offensive talent, defensive talent, and and so I, I do like DeAndre Swift though. I think he's going to be a great player in the NFL, and 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 having Adrian Peterson to, that just got let go from Washington to help him out and coach him up, and I think that'll be that's a huge addition, and and you can't teach experience, and so it's going to be awesome for that. Yeah, I mean. I I can definitely see the uh, I can definitely see the lines improving definitely from last year, but I mean just yeah, they need they need new they need just to revamp that franchise. They just need to bring life to it. Uh, it just seems like this, it's just the same old lions every single year, full of disappointment. They've gone to a couple of playoff games in the last uh, I don't even know how many years. Like they've they're probably like the Bills of the NFC East or the NFC. Let's be honest. Um, I don't know, man. They knew they knew energy in that locker room. They knew life. Probably four four wins. Yeah, the one the one uh, the one player I do like on offense though is the is the, the tight end they drafted last year, uh, T.J. Hawkinson. I do like him a lot. So I think he could have that could be a good deal coming up this year with, with Stafford and Hawkinson. So it could be, he, he, that could be a nice little pairing right there with, and have DeAndre and, and their uh, wide, sorry to interrupt you and their wide receiver Galloway. He's been, he was solid last year as well. Oh, so yeah. yeah, I can definitely see him like doing, doing something, but probably four ones, man. They're not, they're not that good. Yeah. I, I mean, really don't see anything. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the thing the thing about this year too is that you know three and if you go three and twelve and one, 
you know, you, you can't really get too much worse than that besides why, well, I, I mean, the Lions, actually, I shouldn't say that about the Lions. They could go a, a zero, they could have zero wins. Um, they could be the Browns could yeah. get much further than they actually did, but I don't see that actually happening from them. They have quarterback stability. But yeah, yeah, four wins for me. What about you? I'll go, I'm going to bump it up to five. I'm going to get, I'm going to get right. Matthew Stafford the benefit of the doubt, but yeah, I think they still struggle too much in that, in that area. And they got to try to run through Minnesota and Green Bay. And I think, I do think Chicago will be a little bit better this year too. So yeah, that's just tough too. A lot of these teams on the bottom end of the, these divisions we've been talking about are, they have to deal with a lot of other good teams that they're in their own division. So yeah. I put the line in the same boat. All right, let's move on to the Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers, excuse me. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is getting he's, – he's up there towards the end of his prime as well. He's, I think, 37 to 38 years old. Uh, they drafted a quarterback in the first round this year. He's probably not going to start. He drafted Jordan Love. Uh, they had an emerging running back last year in Aaron Donald, who is – probably one of the top running backs in the NFL, let's be honest. He was really good last year. Um, the Rams, uh, excuse me, Devontae Adams, I don't know why I almost said the Rams, but you know, Devontae Adams uh, has been one of the best wide receivers as well. Uh, probably a top five, top six wide receiver. Uh, you could toss him in that, in, into that mix, but um they were one of the weirder 13 and three teams last year. Like they were 13 and three, but like they didn't really seem that talented at all. Like they beat the, they beat the Seahawks in the playoffs at Lambeau uh, and then went to the NFC championship game and then got absolutely smacked in the NFC championship game. But I don't know, man, they're going to take some, they're probably going to regress a little bit. I could see them going 10 and six. They won a lot of close games last year. We saw the same thing. We're probably going to see the same thing that happened with the Chargers where they dipped a little bit between, like, really good years. I mean, Chargers went 12-4 and four and then went, like, 5-11 and 11 the next year. So, I mean, uh, we, we might – I don't think we're going to see that from Green Bay, but I, we can definitely see them taking some steps back this year. Yeah, I think they did the, – the Packers did kind of do Aaron Rodgers a little bit dirty there. Drafting, drafting a quarterback in the first round. So I think they could have, they really could have built around some more offensive players or, or even some people on the defense and they could have gave Aaron Rodgers what he might've needed to, to get past, you know, the Niners or whoever else in the, in the NFC this year. But so I think they did, that was kind of a, that was kind of a, a low blow, I guess, to, to bring in. It's kind of like, it's kind of letting him know that he's got a, his time is coming up at, coming to an end with the Packers so but I hope he I hope that he can have a great year and he like you said though he is getting older and um his time is is definitely coming it's getting short so he's gonna I think Aaron Rodgers will will ball out this year and 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 compete at the top of that division yeah I mean they're gonna be contending with the Vikings uh for the top of that division I think they end up getting the wild card this year uh 10 wins is pretty solid but uh, yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be tough to stop and uh, tough to stop when it comes to playoff time. Um, that Aaron Rodgers, we know how he can play in the playoffs. It really doesn't matter what he does does in the regular season. Um, 
I mean, when he wants to play and ball out, he can play and ball out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Matt Nagy overachieved in his first year. I think he's expecting much more his second year. I don't know if we're going to see that out out of them. But, yeah, 10-6. Yeah, yeah. so I think one thing, too, about Adams, I think they can – Rodgers – Seems like he, he might be getting a little bit more to handing the ball off more than at least scaling it back a little bit to the, the deep threats that he used to see with Randall Cobb and Jordy Nelson. And, and so I think Rodgers is definitely changing up his game a little bit too. So I hope that, I mean, Adams is one of the best receivers in the league too. So he's got the weapons around him. And, but winning the division, eh, it's tough. I think, I think it is tough to go get back to 13 and three. I mean, they've, they pulled it. They were pretty much slept on too throughout the year. Everyone, you know, you kind of forgot that they were, they were scaling up and, and staying up high and 10, they got to 10, 11, 12, 13 wins. And, and so I think it definitely surprised a lot of people. So let's see. So I could see them slipping back though, like you're saying, and, and getting down to 10 wins and, and having Minnesota maybe taking that division. Yeah. I mean, they will probably be, and like Minnesota and Green Bay will be neck and neck, but I think Green Bay will end up getting the wild card. Uh, yeah. So, okay. yeah. Let's, let's, let's look at the Rams. Uh, they had a really disappointing year last year. Uh, Todd Gurley's gone. Um, Jared Goff is the guy now. He's the franchise quarterback. Um, went to a Super Bowl two years ago. And, I mean, I mean, Sean McVay was an offensive genius. I don't really know if we can say the same thing now as we could before with Sean McVay. But, I mean, he, they had a really down year. Uh, none of us expected them to miss the playoffs, especially because of the, some of their uh, acquisitions from last year. But what are your thoughts on the Rams being, a, being the L.A. guy in this, uh, yeah. in this group chat? <laughs> Well, I know it's been fun to watch them on Hard Knocks and and doing the joint Hard Knocks with the Chargers and Rams. And so I think that the O-line definitely has its struggles too. I I think that, you know, last year was brutal for – I feel like golf was always under pressure and and never really had that time to develop the ball like and get get the ball down the field like he usually does. Um, It was nice to have Cooper Cup stay healthy for throughout most of the year last year and – and I think Cooper Cup and Robert Woods can be great, a great duo together, uh, the receiver position. But they do lack that receiver or that running back um, that they, they lost in Todd Gurley. And I don't believe they brought anybody else in, or they didn't acquire anybody that could start right away and be that kind of star running back. Um, so I, I think they are kind of lacking on offense still. Defense, defense is stacked. Defense is still Jalen Rams. Aaron Donald, their linebackers are set. They have, um, I, I think they're they're pretty set on defense, but um, the offense I think is still a little bit not where it needs to be. Yeah, I mean, they went nine seven last year. I mean, looking at their schedule this year, I mean, they have some pretty easy wins like the Giants. The they play the Giants at home, by the way. Just note, just note that. Okay. Uh, so. Um, in there but I mean they play the Giants Washington uh the Bears Miami I mean the Cardinals they have some pretty like easy games like the Jets um 
Yeah, I mean, they, they have some pretty easy games, man. I mean, like, they just need to get off to a hot start. Like, they play the Cowboys and at the Eagles and at the Bills to start off their um, – to start off the early season, like they're going to be at Philly and then at Buffalo, like back-to-back weeks. So that's back-to-back six-hour flights uh, across the East Coast. But, I mean, it's going to be tough for them to, like, if they struggle early, like it's going to be tough for them to recover. Like last year we saw how badly the Rams, like, struggled after their first few games. Uh, they need to start off hot this year. Like going – Going to the East Coast twice is really tough. I definitely think that we can see more out of the Rams this year, probably. And it's going to be one of the best divisions in the NFL. Um, they'll definitely sneak into a wild card spot. Um, I can see them going 10 and 6. 10 and 6, yeah. Yeah, the Rams are, the Rams are definitely tricky. Um, but yeah, you're right. They do, have, they do have some easy wins in there, like you're saying. And that, what do you think of this Sunday or the, yeah, this upcoming weekend, they'll start off with, they'll play Dallas. And I think, I think Dallas might take that one. I think I don't, it's going to be in LA, but. It's going to be weird without a crowd in LA, but I mean, I would love to, I would love for, um, I mean, we're going to miss fans a lot this season. I can't say that enough, but like, um, I could definitely see like probably the Rams, taking that one. I mean, the Cowboys have a new head coach and they're still figuring out, they're still figuring out their offense too. At least the Rams have the same head coach as last year and the offensive genius and Sean McVay still. And I mean, they can do, they can do some damage um, early if they wanted to, but I mean, I could see the Rams winning that game. Definitely. Yeah, I think I'm definitely going to have them at like about nine or 10 wins in there. They do have, cause they got to play San Francisco twice. They got to play – they're playing um, Seattle. They got to play Seattle twice. So, I think that, that bumps them down a little bit. And then it re- I think it really – if they get that first win against Dallas, I could see 10 wins. But if they lose that one, I think they could bump them back down to nine. And because they, they have a chance to go on a nice little win streak with Philadelphia, Buffalo, New York, and Washington right there. But then they got to face San Francisco. So – yeah, so it's going to be, I think, about nine wins. I'll say that about nine wins this year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, ten wins. They can definitely – they'll definitely get a wild card uh, this year. But, um, but yeah, man, it should be a fun year. Uh, the Rams are going to be – the Rams and Chargers in that new stadium is going to be quite the quite a blast. But yeah. let's, let's, let's talk about the Vikings now. Uh, I obviously picked them to win the division earlier. Uh, let's talk about some of their uh, – key players uh Dalvin Cook has been really like he had a really big year last year and this year is his contract year um he was going to hold out and get demand an extension but he didn't he's playing his last year uh playing the last year of his deal without a holdout probably learned from Melvin Gordon's mess all of last year with the Chargers so I was really good to come back and play out that year uh they added Justin Jefferson that in the um Justin Jefferson after the draft. So, I mean, Kirk Cousins has also got an extension. Uh, Stephon, Stephon Diggs left as well. Uh, I mean, 10 wins, definitely 10-6. They'll probably win the division over the Packers. Yeah, I do think – I think that Diggs thing is going to be pretty big too because I, I think that'll, 
that'll definitely end up hurting Thielen. And because it takes away, I feel like they worked really well as a one and two on that team. And, and we kind of saw with, with Juju Smith uh, when Antonio Brown left the, left the Steelers that it, all the pressure went on Juju and he didn't necessarily meet that, live up to that Antonio Brown status. So I think that that will, that will but yeah, I mean, Dalvin Cook was, was definitely a surprise last year that people didn't really expect him to have that big time impact that he did. Um, he did have that potential, but he had never fully delivered. So I think this is going to be one of the more fun divisions to watch the Packers and Vikings going back and forth at it. So yeah, I think it's going to be fun. And they play week one too. So I can definitely see them being one of the uh, top teams in the division. I mean, we could, we could definitely see, um, yeah, we, we get to see them week one actually. So um, yeah, I mean, 10 six, it's probably, uh, probably what they'll, probably what they'll be. And then, yeah, we should say, we should, we're, we're in for a big, big season. Kirk Cousins, uh, this is his year, man. I mean, like he struggled early last year, but kind of got together as, as the season went on. Um, they clearly need quarterback stability in that, in, on that team. And that's what he provides. So, um, yeah, hopefully $39 million won't hurt him later on, which I'm sure it won't, but, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good note right there. Green Bay, Green Bay and Minnesota, the week one. 10 a.m. Pacific um, this uh, this upcoming Sunday, so that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to watch. That's gonna be a good game. Yeah, it definitely will be for sure. Uh, another big week one matchup is uh, New Orleans Saints, who which they play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, we'll talk about the Saints right now. Uh, I mean, yeah, man, this Saints team is really good. Uh, they disappointed in the playoffs last year. Uh, they kind of got snubbed out of a uh, bye week when they him, them and the Packers had the same record. Um, but I definitely see them being a top two team in the NFC again. Uh, they're really good. Um, Marcus Lattimore is just as all all pro corner, without a doubt. Him and his just him and his athleticism to knock down like uh, to knock out some of the best wide receivers in the game. Uh, not give them anything. I think that's going to be big, but yeah, I mean, it's it's really really nice to see the Saints being consist- consistently good again. That city deserves it. Uh, Drew Brees got a lot of knock throughout the off season from uh, from some of the comments he made post protest and. Uh, or yeah, like post George, uh, post George Floyd death, uh, he got a lot of controversy from that. But it's good to see that him and his teammates are all on the same page, uh, which they should be. He's the whole, the whole city of New Orleans. Uh, he went there at some of the lowest lowest points of Katrina uh, and everything like that. And they're getting another hurricane as well in Louisiana. So uh, prayers up for them. But I mean, like. Yeah, man, this team has got to be one of the best teams in the. Uh, they're probably going to win the division, honestly. That's my that's my hot take. Uh, they win the division over the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are stacked. Um, Tom Brady and Drew Brees going at it week one will be a 
hell of a matchup. Let me just say that. It'll be a hell of a matchup, uh, regardless of how many fans are going to be in, the, in that stadium. But Saints are going to win that division. Uh, they're a top two team easily. Uh, yeah, I, I got nothing else good to say besides the fact that Alvin Kamara should not get traded at all. Do not trade that running back. Yeah. He 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 is the he is the franchise at post Rubriz. Like he that's that's a franchise running back. Yeah, yeah, Kamara's a beast. Um and and really the whole the whole New Orleans offense is awesome with Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, Kamara, every everybody in there working together and and so yeah, I think that yeah, that's gonna be a great another hopefully too we can make a little we'll have a little um schedule. Well, I think I know what we did last couple years ago with the radio show we did our dagger five games of the week to watch so i think these will definitely be on there so if we end up doing that but so stay tuned we will we will absolutely we'll bring that back yeah because that was fun that was fun to do uh out at camp radio um but yeah so this is going to be an offensive battle too it's going to be a high scoring game and and drew Brees thrives in those moments but i think one thing too is that saints have just had the their fair share of just horrible luck in the playoffs with the Rams pass interference call or the, the non pass interference call, I should say. And then with losing to Minnesota last year where they, it was, I forgot who, I think it was um, Rudolph, the tight end Rudolph went over and just grabbed the ball over and people thought that should have been pass interference too. Uh, and so Saints have just had their, this, this could be third time to charm third third playoff run to charm for them. So I think I have them taking the division again too. Well, this will be their fourth. I mean, in 2017, we saw, um, or in, yeah, 20, 2018, we saw the miracle in Minneapolis with uh, mm-hmm. Stefan Diggs and that catch. Uh, we saw in the NFC Championship game as well, the Rams uh, winning on a game-winning field goal and overtime after Drew Brees threw a pick. And then we saw uh, – the Saints lose last year in overtime to Kirk Cousins and the uh, Minnesota Vikings. But I mean, dude, it's, they've had a rough go. I think like they could definitely win the Super Bowl this year. They've been through so many heartbreaks. Uh, they do have a championship in New Orleans, which is something that the Chargers do not have in LA or San Diego. So I could definitely see the, uh, see the Saints winning the division, getting back and going to the Super Bowl this year. So yeah, how can I forget about that Vikings play? Yeah, that was Stefan Diggs. That was just nuts. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that might have been that might have been the worst one out of all three of them, um, just based off of pure heartbreak and you know for for that Saints defense. But yeah, that's I really hope I'm rooting for Drew Brees to get back to it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's go and move on to your New York Giants. Um, oh. So. I really don't know where this Giants team is going. I really actually do think that they might be the worst team in the NFC, probably in all of the NFL. Um, I really don't see them winning more than two games, to tell you the truth. As crazy as that sounds, I really don't have any hope for the Giants. Uh, Daniel Jones has not really showed any promise. Uh, He had the most fumbles in the NFL last year by a quarterback. Um, let's go through their schedule. Since I mean, yeah, it's right here. I mean, Monday night they play the Steelers. Uh, James Conner and Juju aren't 
going to be slept on. So that's probably going to be a loss. At the Bears in Chicago, I mean, I'll give them an L there. Yeah. 49ers at home, give them an L. At the Rams, a long flight, six hours, I'll give them an L. Uh, at the Cowboys, week five, probably going to be an L. Uh, they'll probably split with Washington. I'll give them Washington at home, week six. Uh, Eagles, they're going to lose out the Eagles. They're going to lose at home with the Bucks. They'll probably lose at Washington, as crazy as that sounds. They have a they have a solid team this year. Philly lost Joe Burrow, who's going to be much more developed than he is in Week One. Uh, during Week Twelve, they're going to lose that one. Week Thirteen, uh, at Seattle, uh, that's going to be a loss. Week Fourteen, they may have a shot. The Cardinals, who really knows? Um, the Browns. At home, probably going to be a loss. That that's the OBJ reunion game too. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Um, what else? At Baltimore, they're going to be tanking by then. This team's going to win two games. And then yeah. at the cow or at home versus the Cowboys week seventeen, they're going to they're going to win two games. As bad as that sounds, yeah. like Saquon's a big turning point for that franchise, but I mean they need they need something, man. They need they need a lot of help. Yeah, fourteen is what I have them going on. I don't say that as like a, I see that as more as like they need to develop more. I don't really see it as me saying like, oh, they're a terrible football team. They're really experienced. They need they need yeah. wide receivers. They need to fix the hot like half of that O line. They need to get like some studs at the linebacker position. Like, they need to just fix everything. <laughs> they're they, yeah, on the defense end too. They're they're um they're pass rushing too. Just they have no they have no real pass rushers. They can get to the quarterback, and um, I mean safety. I they they did bring a corner in from the, the Titans that they could give that gives a little bit of hope. And Jabril Peppers on the safety end. It, he showed a little bit of flashes here and there of being a of being a solid safety um but yeah I, I i would say like my hope my hope scale is a little bit higher than last year i just feel like there's no one knew what daniel jones was going to be like you had you had a super immobile quarterback with eli manning um the, the hope was really just saquon barkley but i think this year there's a little bit more hope but just because with the new new coach you have um, if you have a healthy Saquon Barkley, that that can get that can add a couple of wins in in there if you have him for the full season. Um, Darius Slayton the was a was a nice little surprise um, from for the Giants for last year, um, and Golden Tate. He, who knows? People could, you could say he's a little bit washed now. Um, Sterling Shepard, if Sterling Shepard can stay healthy, I know he he's had a bad luck with concussions. I think last year he had two, and and um, I think something happened where I think he didn't even he might have thought about just not even playing the rest of the season. Um, so yeah, just injuries too are big time for them. Yeah, I mean it's just like yeah, they just have a lot of holes to fix, man. I mean they uh, they just need they really need Daniel Jones to turn around this year and help them win a couple games. It uh, can't be all Saquon. Saquon's going to get 20 to 25 carries a game, regardless of how good uh, 
Daniel, uh, Daniel Jones is or how he will be. But, I mean, they just need Saquon to do what he d- normally does, not to pound the ball up the middle, um, say quads for that matter. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, they just need help. They need lots of help. And that's not taking away from anything Saquon does, but they just need help everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of have him as like a on a similar boat as uh, as the Carolina Panthers, where you have a a nice quarterback and a, a really really a, an elite running back, but out from there you kind of you're struggling with the other things. So, yeah, I mean, I mean the other team in the NFC East that we're going to talk about next too is uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, and I kind of see them as the same thing with a really 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 unbelievable quarterback. I mean, as soon as like as Carson, as soon as Carson Wentz went out of uh, that their playoff game last year versus Seattle in the wild card, I didn't see them having a chance. Uh, they just need they need so much help. Uh, Miles Sanders uh, should be due for a breakout year. Um, they need wideouts too. Alshon, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey was one of their good wideouts last year. I mean, they need so much help, man. I mean. Not really necessarily because they won the division, but like just Doug Peterson alone too has just been one of the be- like best head coaches in the NFL. Like he's done a lot with not a lot of uh, pieces to say the least. But I mean, the Eagles have, I mean, they're an all right football team. Like Carson Wentz has been big time for them. But I mean, yeah, they need so much help. Yeah, all I think, around Carson Wentz. Yeah, I feel like I'm kind of. I usually I get a sense of Carson Wentz. Either people either love him or they hate him. People put him either at a top five, ten, top ten quarterback in the league, or they put him outside of their top top twenty guys uh, in the league. So Wentz, I think maybe Wentz doesn't get as much credit as he deserves because last year he basically was his really his two receiving options were. Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, the two tight ends. And he didn't have – there was a stretch of the time where he didn't have Aguilar, Jeffrey, or Deshaun Jackson to throw to at all. So he, he was definitely struggling. And, and even at the running back position too, they had Boston Scott that came in and uh, with the other injured running backs. And so um, maybe he doesn't get as much credit as he deserves. But I think – yeah, that I think that it's, it's going to be tough for, for – the Eagles to, to put together another uh, division-winning year again. Yeah, I mean, they, they still are even unsure of Carson Wentz, too. Like, they drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round of this year's draft. But they need help. They need receivers. They need everything. Speaking of, speaking of receivers, uh, we uh, forgot about Khalil Tate and getting signed to, to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So yeah, the QB wide receiver combo that who knows what we're he he was kind of his last year at U of A last couple of years at U of A were a little bit unpredictable so who knows what we'll we'll see from him this year if if we do see him on the field. Yeah, I mean, uh, I he did get cut. I don't necessarily know if he's on the practice squad, but uh, Tate at wide receiver was weird, man. I mean, he just wants to play in the NFL, but I get it. Uh, if the Eagles want to roll both of them, uh, Hurts and Tate, in uh, in their little practice rotation, but I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be weird without uh, it's gonna be weird with Khalil Tate not at Arizona. A little bit off topic there, but 
a little bit. It's going to be weird without him being uh, the quarterback at Arizona. Grant Cannell is going to be a superb star for no doubt at all. But yeah, we should see we should see a good amount of uh, progress within Khalil Tate in, within the next couple of years. But I should. I definitely see Jalen Hurts starting very, very soon if once he's injured. He's very injury prone too. So that's also the problem is relying on the Eagles to not be injury prone. So Yeah, yeah. Jalen Hurts is a special guy and I think that I was surprised he didn't go farther in the college football playoffs too. So um and people had him <laughs> but um They were getting they were getting they were losing to L S U regardless. Yeah, I mean, yeah, LSU really turned into a powerhouse there. Yeah, I'm I'm more shocked at the fact that they made the college football playoff because they had they had a loss to Kansas State, and they lost. Uh, they were like in it until the very end. They had to beat Baylor and had to get uh, Oregon to beat Utah in order for them to go to the football play uh, college football playoff. But um, that was that was chaos last year. But I mean, I. Yeah, I definitely do see um, Hurt starting very soon for the Eagles. Um, I don't see them making the playoffs either. But, yeah. Um, let's go to the Niners. Niners are a uh, super uh, reigning NFC champs last year. Uh, they Robert Mostert was uh, one of their big-time running backs uh, last year for the um, – for the Niners, uh, Jimmy G, he has very few passing attempts in the playoffs, uh, but they, can him and Kyle Shanahan recover from that blown Super Bowl lead? They were up 10 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, as you know, as you know, Mahomes and all of them came back to win that game, uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs. But, um, yeah, how do you see the Niners doing this year? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Raheem Mostert is was definitely a nice surprise there, and he he carried the the Niners there with that one that one game where I can't remember who it was against, but I I think it might have been the Packers where he had uh, or Garoppolo only had like ten passes completed, and and Mostert went off for some crazy numbers. I could pull up the stats uh, a little bit later, but the, yeah, so the Niners and George Kittle they're gonna have and Garoppolo, Garoppolo especially with that losing the Super Bowl last year too. He, I, I think a lot of people aren't fully sold on him yet. I think, I don't know if I am either. Are, are you sold on Garoppolo as being an elite quarterback? I mean, he made the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, did, he, got, he got a big contract for a reason too. Like he did under that big contract. So he's, I mean, his money is still worth it. I mean, yeah. you're a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl. But I mean, uh, Niners definitely – I mean, Jimmy G's elite. Uh, we all know that. Um, but, yeah, man. Uh, I can see them going 10-6. I mean, they they won a couple close games last year, like at Seattle. Um, but, yeah, I can see them going 10-6 and being, like, uh, probably a wild card team, definitely. Yeah. What about yeah. you? I think, they're, I think they'll be back for a vengeance, too, from what they did, what happened to them last year in the Super Bowl. And so I think they'll, I'm going to have them take the division again and, and do a repeat of last year and, and, uh, and, and get up in that 12 and 13 win zone. Yeah. Same here, man. Sherman's going to be huge for them this year. 
Richard Sherman, that is, uh, for um, for the Niners, that's for sure. But let's yeah. we'll talk about the other team in the division, the Seahawks, who I have winning the division. Um, I see them winning 11 or 12 games. Uh, Russell Wilson's elite. Uh, Chris Carson, they run. He almost had 1,500 yards last year. He didn't play in the last game of the season uh, versus the Niners. But, yeah, I mean – they they they're just solid all around. Like they trade they trade trade to get Jamal Adams. Um, yeah, they lost to Ju- Davion Clowney, which is huge. But I mean, they're still really really good, man. That defense is unbelievable. So I mean, Pete Carroll has done a great job of like keeping guys in there and then getting them out of there. Like he's gotten rid of some bad eggs in that uh, egg basket. Uh, we saw the meltdown with Earl Thomas at. Uh, with the Ravens this year, him getting cut and him being like on the free agent market. Uh, Richard Sherman was, people argue, is a big loudmouth, but I also think he was probably one of the big, more, much more uh, bigger leaders that they miss on that team. But yeah, man, I mean, they're just really, really good. Like Tyler Lockett had a big, big year last year. Uh, just guys you wouldn't expect to go off, went off. So, I mean, yeah, I definitely see the the Seahawks winning the division for sure. And DJ Metcalf is nice little beard too. So he's more of more than a man in the NFL, that's for sure. Yeah, DK DK is a beast. And I, I know Carol, Pete Carroll talks about how it was such a steal in the draft that he was left on the board for a while. And Seahawks kind of swooped in. They got a, an insane rookie talent there. And so I think he'll build off that year too. And yeah, they do they do scale back a little bit losing Jadavion Clowney, but Jamal Adams was an awesome pass rusher for the Jets too. We're getting he got he recorded a bunch of sacks and there's a play where he literally ran through the line, stole the ball from Daniel Jones and ran it into the end zone last year when he was on the Jets. So yeah. Jamal Adams can get to the quarterback too. So uh and yeah, that's a huge that's a huge addition to the team. And um and I think Adams will be happy there too, which is important. And when players are happy, they seems like they're they're playing better too. And they're the you know, and he's going to be in a spot where he can finally contend this year, and, and and get into the playoffs. So yeah, and Russell Wilson, I think he's gonna he just keeps getting better and better every year, and he can do a lot with with little talent. And and but he does have a lot of talent around him. So um, yeah, and. I like the running backs too. Like you're saying, Rashad Rashad Penny got hurt last year. Chris Carson, but yeah, I really like this team a lot. They're gonna they're gonna have a great year, I think. Yeah, they definitely will. Rashad Penny, shout out uh, San Diego State guy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, go Tex. So let's talk uh, about the one and only Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are hosting the Super Bowl this year. Um, they definitely, by far, made the biggest off-season, you know, off-season splash in signing Tom Brady and uh, Gronk and Leonard Fournette and getting the getting the Dominican Sue back on defense. Yeah, they this team this team is showtime. Uh, this team is entertaining. They have some of the best, uh, some of the best uh, offensive weapons in Chris Godwin, who came up last year and became a star and Mike Evans and they have OJ Howard as well. 
um, at the tight end position. So they ultimately, ultimately, them and the Browns are the have the most stacked offense. Um, they have Tom Brady, six-time Super Bowl winner, obviously. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, uh, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, O.J. Howard, Gronk. They're too good, man. They're just way too good. I definitely can see them being – I could definitely see them being, like, a definite wild card spot. But, I mean, who knows, man. If they don't get their chemistry back to where they need to get it to, um, if they don't get their chemistry back into, like, what they potentially could have it at, I mean, like, they could miss the playoffs. It, it's a definite possibility. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely see them. Like, they're border, they're a borderline playoff team for sure. Like I can I can see them going nine seven this year. Yeah, I mean I think that yeah they're they're just so stacked on offense. It's Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. I think they could arguably be the best uh, wide receiver tandem in the NFL, um, especially the numbers they put up last year. And Mike Evans is one of the best fifty fifty ball guys. They can just get up and get any. Any type of ball, whether it's deep threat um, in the in the end zone, uh, 50-50 ball, or or easy slant routes across the middle of the field, and and take it off all the way to the end zone. So he is a special talent, and um, yeah, I mean, I think just the biggest question is is what what can Tom Brady do, or or what what version of Tom Brady we're we gonna get if we're gonna get the Super Bowl Super Bowl Tom, or we're we gonna get the a little bit older, not too mobile. Um, quarterback on, on who will show up more on a weekly basis. So I think, and, and also Gronkowski too. So we Gronkowski definitely slimmed down from his playing days. And, and it looks like, and he did have, he did have, he has been injury prone throughout the back end of his career. I mean, actually you could, you could argue his whole career going back to U of A when he was playing on Arizona, he missed that, his missed it last year on Arizona and had different injuries on the Patriots, but he always seems like he comes through, especially in the Super Bowl and in big moments. And, and that's his guy. Tom is his guy. So I think he said he wouldn't want to play for any other quarterback. So, um, and Tom Brady looks like he's having fun out in, out in Tampa Bay. He's having people. And before when everything was shut down, he was, he was working with different receivers and he's posting on social media about his training camp experiences. And, and so I think it's all up to Tom though, to what, what Tom will see. Yeah, I mean, there was that one story with Tom Brady where he walked into the wrong house in Tampa Bay. For, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was – it was. Yeah, no, he's making his uh, way throughout the Tampa Bay community, that's for sure. Uh, him getting a two-year deal solidifies him for um, how great of a quarterback he is at the age of 43. Um, there's no one like Tom. And – I mean, just the way he can, the way the way he just handles himself, and just he's a role model, man. Like, there's nothing, no way around it. Like, as many times he's beaten the Chargers, and uh, when he was with the Patriots, I mean, like, there's no other way around it. Like, he is all-time talent. I mean, without a doubt. Um, but it's just that NFC is just so tough. It's going to be a tough division to win. NFC South, that is, but I mean, man, Tom Brady is something else. He's what what a guy. Uh, 
he's it's really great to see him playing football still uh, at the age of 43. But, I mean, they're going to have to get it together really quick because they didn't get any preseason snaps together in any of those games this year. So, yeah, let's see, let's see how they do 9-7. Yeah, I mean, and one thing too, going back to the Patriots last year, they went 12 and 4 and ended up getting knocked out by the Tennessee Titans last year. And so, I mean, going 12 and 4 for Tom Brady at 42 years old, that that's still a huge accomplishment. And it was carried you you kind of you could argue that he was or I mean his defense was just outstanding last year with the, the amount of turnovers they caused and and points they scored too. Um so I think Tom he's got the offensive weapons for sure. He needs that good defense and and twelve. I mean, I don't know. Twelve wins might be a lot to ask for for a first year player in this in this new system. But I don't know. I mean, and so I wouldn't say twelve would be. Eh, and you have New Orleans to go against too. So I'm gonna put them. I'll put them at ten wins for next year, for this year. Yeah, nine wins, wild card, book it. All right, Washington football team. What are we doing here, Dan Schneider, with this nickname? With this nickname, yeah. probably one of the, probably one of the biggest uh, memes of all the off season. Probably not just because of that, but because of like. handle themselves on a daily basis. I mean, one they're in the news for something stupid every single time we look over in over our shoulder, that is. Um, they had some personnel like sexual harassment um, issues um, with with this team in their front office. Dan Schneider is just he's probably up there for one of the worst owners in the NFL, if you think about it. I mean he gave in to like PC pressure of losing sponsors um, to change the nickname to Washington football team. I mean, that's just a joke. It's such a joke. Um, The football part of them, let's talk about that because uh, I don't want to get too much into the front office side of things, but they have some, I mean, Dwayne Haskins is, he's shown slim to little promise for me. There's a little bit of optimism, uh, optimism if you're a Washington fan. Uh, yeah, I mean, they they still do have Bryce Love. Uh, Darius Geist got released um, because of his arrest and domestic violence charge, but Bryce Love uh, should be back this year. He should be ready to go. Um, he's a big-time NFL running back. Uh, he went to Stanford. He was like everyone was talking about him when he was at Stanford um, two years ago, but I can see them like I can see him like getting probably five wins. Uh, their wide receiver McLaurin has put up some good numbers to uh, with Haskins being the clear starter and with Alex Smith back on that roster to help mentor him and like I mean he's he's due for like to put up a, a, a solid year, but they do need to fix that defense. Yeah, I mean I think the only thing to um, kind of really standing out with the defense is Chase Young and he's getting, you know, potential defensive rookie of the year in Chase Young. And so 
I think he he'll definitely get to the he'll definitely get to the quarterback, put pressure. But you know, one guy on, on a football team can only do so much, as as we know. And so we'll see. We'll have to see how much of an impact he really does make for as far as their win total. But yeah, the I mean, the Redskins do have some pretty crazy stories going in to the you know this off season, and you know Alex Smith being one of them, where his leg he basically had to decide between you know, potentially, you know, keeping his leg and playing football or he was in a life or death situation really with, with his leg uh, after the, after breaking the tibia and fibula on his leg and uh, being able to go back into football again after that near death experience. And that's, that's pretty mad. He could be potential comeback player of the year award winner. And you have the potential defensive rookie of the year there. And, you know, Dwayne Haskins still has to prove a lot. I know, when the whole Daniel Jones thing happened where Dwayne Haskins seemed like to be the clear guy to go to New York, but he went to the Washington instead. And, and I think, yeah, Dwayne did, he didn't perform as well, maybe even as well as Daniel Jones did, but I think he still has a lot of potential in, in the league. It just has to get rid of some turnover errors and, and just get a little bit more confident, but that'll help, you know, another year under his belt will definitely help him with that. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot going on in Washington both on the field and off the field. So usually not the best combination of things. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, like, yeah, they can they can put up some promise this year, though. Like, they have a defensive uh, coach, uh, head coach in Ron Rivera. Uh, Chase Young was one of their big – we all know about how Ohio State pass rushers do in the NFL. Uh, some pretty yeah. tremendous success. Just ask the, uh, the Bosa brothers. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, we can see – we could definitely see them being, like – I mean, they're an up – they'll have an up-and-coming defense for sure. Um, there's no doubt that um, – there's no doubt that Chase Young will be, like, all-pro talent within a few years being of being in the league. But, uh, yeah, I definitely can see them winning five games. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, the type of talent that they are. Yeah, and well, one thing too about Darius Geis is he he's he's turning out to be you know, kind of a pretty big bust with the you know with his injuries having been missing basically two seasons that were having injury injury filled and then and then having a, um, a different arrests and different claims against him. That's why he got released from the Redskins or from Washington. And so yeah, I mean he he was looking to be like the next Leonard Fournette coming out of LSU, but now he's out of the league. And so, um, but like you're saying, I do like Bryce Love was, was, was awesome at Stanford, but we'll, we'll have to see, he has to prove a lot to, to still be considered that, see if he can get back to that level where at one point he was a Heisman candidate. Um, see if he can get back to that in the NFL. Yeah. Let's see. I mean, definitely. 